0: Welcome back, everybody, to the Perfect Timing podcast, episode number thirty-five. So thirty-five, we're still alive, sir. Still here, still grinding. Still here, baby. What's up? How we doing?
1: Doing good, Nick. I'm doing better than good. I'm doing great, especially yeah. after this weekend. I went three and one fantasy football. Very happy very happy very happy very happy very happy <coughs> i caught up in house of dragon very happy yeah um watched a good movie very happy we'll get into that later very solid weekend you know, say. very solid weekend how was your weekend i
0: just continue to stack else this entire weekend dude i <laughs> there's no the, there's no other way to say it uh right now this very moment i'm happy i'm good because Today, when you listen to this, when this, alb- when this I album, when this—I almost said album—when this <laughs> episode, album when this album <laughs> drops, when this episode drops on Thursday, September twenty-second, it is going to be officially the first day of fall. Ugh. <laughs> the first day of fall, you say ew. I say, give the fall to me. I already—it's already here. It's been here for months. It was like
1: eighty degrees yesterday. So was it?
0: That was CT, really? Oh no way. I- it was hot. Damn um No, it was it's it's absolutely beautiful. It was perfect fall weather the other day. um Today, recording now, you you guys heard the intro. It's September 21st right now, so I had to do that song for the intro. But tomorrow is the today when you're listening to it is the 22nd of fall. Also, shout out my my parents' dog Zuzu. Her birthday is the 21st of September, so I think it's good good way to remember when her birthday was. She stopped by, I saw her today, so good to see that. Uh, but as Serge said, we have football to talk about. We have TV movie talk to talk about. but this weekend, uh fill, filled with uh, some Ls for me. filled with some L's for sure. It was. First Friday night, uh, as I mentioned before, I'm a coach. Mansfield, the boys, we took an L on Friday. Tough loss, overtime loss against a bitter arrival. what that'll bro. It sucks. but uh good fan, good college football to watch. Didn't have any much rooting interest on Saturday and then Sunday. Patriots won.
1: That's a plus. Did they win? I thought they lost.
0: No, Pats won against the Steelers. It was a good one. We'll talk about that in a second. But fantasy-wise, there's a whole other story to talk about. yeah.
1: That's your fault. And I want people to know why it's your fault. To let them know why it's your fault that you lost your fantasy matchups this weekend. (laughs) To me, especially. Not not the other games. To me. For the people that don't know out there, me and Nick are in four fantasy football leagues. And we are in together three three of those fantasy football leagues. And in two of those leagues, me and Nick matched up. Now, Nick, I want you to tell the people what happened in those matchups, in those specific games. I want you to tell them who you put in your starting lineup. I want you to tell them why you put them in your starting lineup. And I want you to talk about why they failed you this weekend. Okay? Yeah,
0: sure. All right, yeah. sure. All right, so Do it. last yeah, <laughs> in our Stonehill League, I lost 100.76
1: score. Yeah.
0: Uh, yeah, I, I will. 100.76. Okay, score. Two, 94.36. Close game. Close game. I thought I was going to pull it out. I really did. With Justin Jefferson not having a great game, but having 7.8 points, I thought he was going to pull it out. And then, of course, Devontae Smith just decides to actually play football this weekend, I guess. Yeah, he did. Yep. Um, sucks, man, because I, I had started Russell Wilson, who I thought was going to be pretty damn good this year. I had sitting on my bench, a team, a player uh, that we'll talk about in a little bit, that had one probably one of the best weekends. No, he had he had the best weekend already. I think he had the best weekend out of, out of all fantasy players. Two would I had him on my bench. Also had <sighs> I had Harris on my bench from the Patriots, too. I had Damien Harris on my bench. That's 15 points. That's 38.86 points. From Tua and 15.7 points from Damian Harris. Both on my bench. Instead, I started Taysom Hill, who got a measly yeah. 1, yeah. 1.40. What? what? <laughs> 1.40. All right. <laughs> Next game. I started against Serge. Oh, yeah. That's score. See, I mean, you narrowly narrow... <laughs> 118.55 wow. five to 84.28. I d- definitely didn't have a good good week overall. I had just I have I mean this this lineup other than Darnell Mooney who's now gonna be off my roster soon uh point 0.1 points from him but I mean I have Jonathan Taylor on I my team.
1: Point one. point 0.1.
0: I don't I don't even know. Let's see actually. He had, he had a target. One reception for negative four yards. (laughs) (laughs) That's actually hilarious. So he had that, and then Taysom Hill, also on my team, 1.40 points. Yeah, I started started him. I started Started him at tight end. Yeah.
1: Before we get into this, before we really talk about football, I'd like you to tell people why you started Taysom Hill, because there's a story behind it. You didn't just start him off a whim. You didn't didn't think he was actually going to do – did you think he was going to actually do work this week?
0: I thought he was going to do – Good against the, the Bucks, yeah. I thought he was gonna have. I also didn't know going to this week how good the Bucks defense has been the first two games of the season. I didn't realize how good dominant on defense, and well, yet he well, was
1: I told you they had the erasers. I said they had Levon, yeah, and David, and you know,
0: Devin White, yeah, Devin White. they are so damn good, Devin White, yeah. Devin, White. The Devin White,
1: erasers. You yeah. know, you know, why they call them the erasers. What's they that erase tight ends and running backs and pass coverage,
0: yeah, They're yeah, the and, they, and they definitely did. For, Tays- they for- race Taysom, Hill. Taysom Hill. The reason why I started Taysom Hill is because Serge has a vendetta against Taysom Hill. He cannot stand him. He's hate trash. he he hates him. He thinks he's, he's trash, horrible. which he's debatable. He's got a big contract from the Saints. After the first week, I thought, oh, they're gonna do something on offense. Alvin Kamara was also out. So that doesn't make any sense how they didn't use him at all the entire game. He went three carries for 14 yards. That's what he did in total. That's mm-hmm. just not gonna cut it. So I cut him both of my <laughs> rosters. Both of them. He's gone. He's off. Oh well, yeah, cuz
1: by their week 1 performance against the Atlanta Falcons, the worst team in football.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's tough, man. I I, I just wanted to, to to shove it in your face if we, if I ended up winning, which I did not. So that came to backfire me. So hey man, it, the fantasy football is not about the second week of the season, the win. It's not. Not. So I'll it let was you get about these it last weekend. I'll I'll I'm let
1: sorry, you it was about it last
0: weekend. <laughs> i'll let you get these wins for now and if we revisit in the playoffs you better know for sure i may be picking up Taysom hill just to spite you again and trying to start him again we'll see we'll see (laughs) we'll see yeah but two l's in fantasy football the football the friday friday night lights lost that sucked too but like i said patriots won that's a positive college football was also this friday too so i'll are you off your soapbox you could
1: No, I'm not I'm never off my (laughs) soapbox. I'm gonna bask in this glory, bask in this praise as we go into and talk about the NFL games from this past weekend. Mm
0: -hmm. That's fine. Perfectly fine.
1: So Nick.
0: Do we want to talk about college first? want to talk about college first quickly. The
1: spotlight players of the week. We do that. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Let's do it. So overall for college football, as I said, always just fun to watch. Um, even though there wasn't too many good games, um, the top teams just asserted their dominance. There's no other way about it. Georgia dominates South Carolina, 48 to seven, Alabama dominated oh,
1: Spencer Rattler.
0: <laughs> you know how much I hate that guy. Oh man. You know how much I cannot stand Spencer Rattler. So seeing him struggle, uh, on the field was great to see. Um, there were two upsets, um, BYU upset Oregon, and Texas A&M beat Miami. There wasn't anything crazy other than that. Um, App State, who College Game Day was at this past Saturday, won on a Hail Mary for the win. That was sick. Um, Tipped up. Guy caught it on like the five-yard line probably and ran around the guys and scored to win the game. That was pretty dope. Um, And then just this upcoming weekend, College Game Day is at Tennessee versus Florida which is going to be a hell of a matchup. It's always a dogfight between those two teams. Um, but this past weekend, we had a stud who you, Joe Ski, and I, in the Draft Dudes group chat. I think Joe was the one who pointed it out last year. This kid, true freshman last year on Georgia's national championship winning team. Absolute monster. Sophomore starting tight end. On Georgia's roster, they have three starting caliber NFL tight ends right now. Darnell Washington, number zero. Eric Gilbert, I don't know what number he is. And then Brock Bowers, number 19. Bowers said true sophomore tight end. So he's what, 19? <laughs> he's number 19 on the field. He ran, he got five receptions, 121 yards, two tutties. And like I said, Georgia just asserted their dominance against South Carolina. So he is this week's college football spotlight player of the week. Serge, we could talk about NFL now. You
1: like to do that. Yes, sorry. (laughs) (laughs) He looked at me like, like, oh, yeah, are we doing that? (laughs) Yeah. Uh, So our NFL spotlight pair of the week goes to the one and only Tua. Choo-choo. Tagovailoa, because let's go, everybody. Get on the train, the Tua train. Mm -hmm. Listen, me and Nick have been high on this guy since he came out of college. Mm -hmm. We never wavered. Never. We stuck with him. Through, Picked um, him in almost
0: every fantasy league this year
1: on my bench, at least, even I though just because – it might have been that. But, <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, I'm so happy to see him do well. Yep. You know, we're happy to see him do well because he we... gets a lot of shit for no reason. You know? it's gets a lot of crap for no reason. He's a good player. He just, you know, struggled early on in his career, as most young quarterbacks do. And now he's finally with the coach that believes in him. He's in an offense that, you know, is – Works out for him, similar to an offense that he was in college. Just playmakers everywhere. You just get the ball out as quick as possible. Accurate on-point throws. The, the throws may be a little underthrown, but hey, how about your receivers not get to the spot so quickly? They will not look like an under-thrown. Um, but regardless, you know, he played well this year, this, this past weekend. What do you have? 469 passing yards? Yeah, 400.
0: 469, 469, six, 469
1: touchdowns, six, six touchdowns. Six touchdowns. A comeback win against what is potentially, you know, the AFC favorite other than the Bills because the Bills have been wrecking shot. Mm-hmm. You know, they've been taking names and kicking ass, but, mm-hmm. um, you know, to do that against the Ravens defense was big. Uh, shout out to you, Tua. Shout out to the boys down in Miami. Um, you know, you're a good player and, you know, keep it up because you're on one of my fantasy teams and I need you to, uh, you know, play well because I didn't draft another quarterback. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and he is now. Leading the league in passing yards too, which is pretty crazy. Mm-hmm. The or three a the- that
1: people think has a weak arm. Yeah, I mean well, the video. Throw some passes the-
0: Yeah, granted. Yeah, and the video that came out this past weekend too on Instagram. If anybody saw that, it was somebody that flipped the video, so it looked like he was a he, he was a righty, and I mean. He gets a lot of shit for being a lefty and his quote-unquote like weak arm. I mean, if you if you look at it righty, he looks like he's just bombing these balls down the field. It's insane. Like the one to, to Tyreek later in the game. Jeez, man, absolutely nuts. So he's leading the league in passing yards now, which is crazy. Seven thirty-nine. You know those other two underneath, but it will shock the listeners if you don't know who those other two underneath are. <laughs> Number two, it's Carson Wentz. With yeah. 650 yards,
1: yeah, reasonable.
0: Number three is Joe Flacco with 616 I don't know, yards. I'm not
1: expecting Nick because he's one of the he's elite. He's one of the greatest quarterbacks <laughs> in the 21st century. Let's be honest about that. Baltimore never see to a Super Bowl. Let's not forget he beat the Patriots at home in Foxborough. Let's yep. not forget that's one of the best quarterbacks ever. Okay, when you think Joe, who do you think? You think Montana. Joe <laughs> you, think Joe you don't think Joe Montana? <laughs> Big Joe (laughs) Fox.
0: Joe Montana. Yeah. But uh, those top three for the passing yards in the league is pretty crazy. Um, But yeah, shout out overall to to, Tua, Spotlight Player of the Week, this NFL Spotlight Player of the Week for week two of the NFL. Want to get in some games that we had this past weekend? We can fly through them quick and then kind of give a preview for uh, these next weekend's games. If you want to do that,
1: well, let's do it. Yeah, let's go.
0: Uh, First one was last Thursday night, probably one of the best um, Thursday night games we've got all year, um, at least matchup-wise. 27-24, Chiefs beat the Chargers. Uh, It was their first game strictly on Amazon Prime, um, in conference football, best conference football. Justin Herbert got hurt at the end of the game. I'm a little nervous about his ribs, granted, after what happened with (laughs) Tyrod Taylor, correct? Are you nervous as
1: I am? right i'm a little nervous i'm more nervous about their coach brandon staley <laughs> i'm more nervous about him i just i just think he's not i just i just think he has such an opportunity yeah. with justin herbert and that team to like do like real damage in the nfl but i just think he's bad <laughs>
0: not as bad as uh hackett but yeah definitely some questionable stuff
1: now. nowhere near as bad as hackett so far yeah. but um to, you know, Gerald Everett calling, take wanting to come out of the game. Oh, that was. In the game, and then him making no effort on the play whatsoever. And then the ball getting picked. That's a bad coaching decision. That's a coaching error right there. you mm-hmm. taking him out of the game. Mm-hmm. The guy was exhausted. He's calling to get out of the game. You know? Two plays
0: in a row. Yeah. And from a coaching perspective, looking at it, I get he wanted to go on the ball as quick as possible. But I, Herbert, it's kind of on him a little bit there, too. He should not be throwing it. if he If he, if he sees – him running that way t- calling, tapping his head, trying to get off the field he should know that too, but definitely agree that's a coaching error right there, that should not happen and they might win that game with that happening. Mm-hmm. You would have won our fantasy game, I'll tell you that. Because yeah, I know I player. know, I know, Gerald Everett, <laughs> I have him I, yeah, I was I was happy with how he did, I'm excited how that offense has turned around with him, but uh, good game, great Thursday night to, f- to start the football weekend uh, next game was Pat Steelers Pats got their W, first W of the season. I only got to watch the first half because I had football practice on Sunday, Um, but I saw Nelson Aguilar's catch. Nelly's catch was dope. His just absolutely sunned him. Oh, man, it was damn, yeah, put the head the top. He he got absolutely dominated on that play. Um, The DB did, and Nelly caught that ball, touchdown. Um, I will say, even though we got the win, I'm a little concerned about being dead last in the NFL in play action. Did you see any of those stats or anything? See that at all? Really Literally 32. The, the Patriots. No, Patriots. Patriots. 32 out of 32. Like, not even remotely close to the second to last. Um, Bill was asked about it at, after the that's game. Patricia, your OC. Yeah. So, that's going kind of with it. See, I kind of saw the perspective of, okay, he was a defensive coordinator. I get him calling the offensive plays, but they have been so simple with these play calls so far um, Bill had a quote the other day in his press conference. that basically said, like, was asked about the play action. And he said, well, if a team is going to blitz, they're going to blitz. We can't do anything about that. At the same time, as I understand that when you set up a play action, you draw, hopefully the linebackers, the DBs are looking into the, to see if it's a running play or not. They can react to that if they're blitzing. Yeah, of course they're going to blitz. But at the same time, it's like, you have to set something up in order for it to be successful. And I've seen that in high school too. It's like, as coaching, you have to set stuff up in order for the next play to be successful. We run one play to set up the other. It's just the way that football goes. And so him not running any play action and Patricia as the OC, definitely first two games of the season, little concerning. So I'm hoping that they improve on it these next few weeks uh, kind of going forward. We have a tough tough matchup, which we'll talk about later. But uh, you want to talk about your Falcons, Serge?
1: I mean, sure. They lost again. Expect Lost one. What do you mean? I mean, it came back. It was one. What's a comeback? It's a loss. You know, still, it still counts the same as a loss. And I'm happy they lost because we know what this is. We know what the season's about. <laughs> so we're trying to pay the price for price, people. Let's not lose focus here. Uh, granted, you know, you play a little, you have fun out there, run around, catch some passes, throw some passes, run the ball, score some touchdowns, have a ball, have, have some fun. But let's not lose sight of what the true goal is here. We want to lose as many games as possible without looking like absolute trash so we can go and get a guy named Bryce Young from Alabama next year. That is what we want. 2023, quarterback, Bryce Young, Atlanta Falcons. Let's go. Number nine, signed, sealed, delivered. That's all we want. Um, they did come back, but there is something more concerning about that organization that we must discuss. And his name is Arthur Smith, and his has to deal with. And his main issue is his lack of tight end production coming out of Kyle Pitts. Now I understand that you're trying to win games, apparently, but I don't understand how winning games is, or does not include, you know, throwing the ball to your best player. It's Kyle Pitts. The guy's a stud. He's, he's scored one touchdown in his NFL career. It's a shame. Damn shame. It is malpractice that he's not getting more than five targets a game. Man can't get five targets. He should be touching the ball 20 to 25 times. You see what Georgia did for Brock Bowers? I want the same thing for the Falcons to do. for What they did for Brock Bowers the Falcons to do for Kyle Pitts. I want him on end of rounds. I want him to take the ball to the backfield. I want him to you know, go routes, ins, comebacks slants whatever get him the ball Just get the ball in his hands let him do work okay that's all i want
0: i mean i, I if Marcus
1: need. Marto can't put the ball on him put in desmond ritter if Desmond ritter can't put the ball on him put in philippe franks
0: <laughs> is he still on the roster i didn't even know he he's, a third. he's a
1: backup tight end oh that's
0: right yeah. right he switched the tight end good old philippe yeah. i completely agree man it's it's tough seeing kyle not balling out seeing the unicorn not i mean he's so
1: damn good in college He's still so good. He set the the rookie record for receiving yards for tight ends.
0: It's insane. Utilize him more. We'll continue to preach that to the day we die.
1: Stupid, stupid, stupid.
0: (laughs) Moving off that, as as we mentioned before, uh, Tua had a hell of a game in a huge comeback against the Ravens. The Dolphins won 42-38. Commanders lost to the Lions. 36 to 27, which is a surprising offensive output. Um, Amon Ross St. Brown, sun oh god, god. Oh, man, oh god. And granted, I, I think I said it last week too. I thought there was gonna be a little bit of regression from him fantasy wise. It just, I was dead wrong on that, dude. He is, he's, he's him. <laughs> yeah, he's him.
1: H I M him. That's right.
0: Uh, Jets and Browns, a crazy comeback by the Jets with what with how many, how much time was left? It was like in the fourth quarter with a minute and something left. They came back. Um, Joe Flacco leading the charge against the Browns, an old opponent, an old foe in the AFC North. Uh Colts and Jaguars. Surge. You have any uh anything to say about this game?
1: Bad game. <laughs> <laughs> that game for the boys in Indianapolis, let me tell you. It was, I watched the game from start to finish. They just couldn't do anything. Jaguars look legit. Um, yeah, Devin Lloyd looks good. Foyer, hmm. Khan looks really good. Uh, it's annoying that the Jaguars continue to not give Travis Etienne carries and touches, but we we'll deal with that at a later date. Yep. All I know is Doug 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 E P, Doug Peterson. 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 Whatever. Is it Peterson or Peterson? Peterson. Peterson? Doug Dougie P. I'll call him Doug E P for sure. Doug E. P. Figure it out. Figure it the fuck out. I want Travis Atien getting at least fifteen to twenty touches a game. I draft him in every one of my fantasy leagues. Don't make him <laughs> look like an idiot. All right. Well, congrats on the win!
0: <laughs> congrats on the win! Five straight L's for for the Colts down in Jacksonville.
1: I'm and mad, it's like just like the pass when they go down to Miami. You know what they're <laughs> doing? They're not focusing on football. They're going somewhere else. Yeah,
0: I I, I don't know how, what else to say about it. It's I thought the Colts were going to redeem themselves after the, the loss at the end of the year. I didn't I didn't know that stack going to that game. I will remember that for next year. So Pimbley's make sure we're out. What
1: can you do? Yeah, out. yeah. Alex Pierce is out. The boys are out. So, And Jonathan Taylor couldn't run the ball. If no. you can't do that, they're not going to win many games. <laughs> it's a
0: good, yo- good young defense for the Jaguars. That's all you can be. And Urban Meyer messed it up last year, and he's not there anymore to do that again. Uh, next game, Panthers versus the Giants. Giants won those 119-16. I didn't get to watch any of this game, but from what I heard, Christian McCaffrey did not play like Christian McCaffrey. I didn't see most of this game. I don't think I saw any of it, to be completely honest. Um, the Bucks versus the Saints. Brady finally won down in Nola during the regular season. So good on good on Tommy. Good
1: on Tommy boy. You watch this game at all? But was is it worth it? <laughs> For all these wins is this playing is it worth it, Tom? That's all I'm going to ask. Is it worth it? Do you think it's worth it, Nick? Uh, no. <laughs>
0: his age, looking at the stuff that he's going through and I'm sure we'll hear about it after the season too, but it seems like there's a lot of problems going in right now with his family and all all allegedly all allegedly
1: it's not allegedly is it <laughs> yeah, <true? laughs> yeah. Is
0: fact. i feel bad for a man i listen to a podcast that he does every week with jim gray uh sports announcer and he's just he's always talking about football 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 and like never brings up anything about the family too so i'm sure there's some stuff going on but can't can't assume anything because you know what assuming does Serge? you know
1: what it does we're not assuming here. This is fact. I think Giselle did an interview with Elle magazine the other day.
0: Oh really? Oh, I didn't see that. Well, I was I was gonna say assuming makes an ass out of you and me. But if this is, there are no assumptions here, yeah, that's true.
1: This is rooted in fact. Tom Brady is an absentee father. I'm just kidding. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Damn, <laughs> throwing at him like that. Uh, at least Mike at least Mike Evans has his back, right? Mike Evans definitely sure. has his Mike back. Evans
1: a, Mike Evans is a hothead. He loses his mind every other year against Marshawn Latin Moore is understandable. <clears throat> Marshall Ottenmore yeah. is a punk, dude. Yeah. Right? Watching him play against Falcons, all, 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 like he's just he gets into it with all the receivers. Him and when CJG were on the, was on the Saints, oh, was, yeah. they would just get in with get into it with every other receiver from the opposing team. Mm-hmm. They're just punks on that team. It's a horrible franchise, horrible organization. I wish nothing but the worst for them. And you know, I hope they continue to lose in embarrassing fashion as they did last week to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I hate the Saints. I hate them with if, burning passion.
0: If CJ Johnson was there, it would have been bad. It would have been a full on all out brawl if he was guard, yeah, Gard Johnson. Yeah. It would have been so, so bad. But uh bad. Mike Evans sticking up for his teammates. I get that. I understand. If it's Bruce Variants telling him what to do, <laughs> that's a whole other discussion to have. And he's being looked at, investigated, all that sort of stuff for what he said and what he did on the sideline, telling Evans to go get him. But uh, I don't know. Watching that highlight gets me fired up, even though it's definitely not the best thing to do. It, just him just sprinting up the, the sideline, not only this game, like you said, but the past... What, three, four years that they've gotten in a fight almost every single game. Um, the one where Jameis is putting his finger on his shoulder and he just keeps it <laughs> it just, pow! It, uh, it cracks me up every time. Mike Evans, is, he has that dog in him. He's a psycho. And uh got to be a little tap to play in the NFL, so I get that. <sighs> Next game, man. Heartbreaker for you.
1: 49ers. Lop dance Lance. Lop <laughs> Lance is no more.
0: Lop dance. Lance is no more. Trey Lance sent me, or... Yeah. Better better more more, I guess, even he got sent to the ER. So sucks for him, man.
1: You know, Kyle Shanahan destroys young quarterbacks. We knew this. I should have saw this coming, to be honest. I don't know why I didn't think of anything different. This, this is what he does. This is what Kyle Shanahan does to young quarterbacks. He destroys them. Granted, Trey Lance didn't show the promise as a young RG three did. Because mm-hmm. Kyle Shanahan didn't get to sink his teeth into him that early, but I should have known. Should have known this would happen.
0: Mm-hmm. It sucks, man. Sucks for him. Potential's there. Still, I mean, he isn't, he's not going to be playing football for three straight years, basically. And that's that's tough. That's tough to see. Tough to – yeah, it's a tough situation for Trey Lance. But on the other side of it, Jimmy G and the 49ers. 49ers are pretty damn lucky that they haven't traded him off, cut him, or anything. That Jimmy G is still there behind Trey Lance, waiting. It was cool to see the boys rally around him, get a big dub against the Seahawks. That was, that was good to see. It seems like he has the juice when he's in there. I'm sure he's a leader. He brought them to a Super Bowl a few years ago, too. It's like he's, he's got something. He's got moxie of some sort. Don't know what it is. It has to stay healthy, but he's got something, and it seems like his team and teammates love him being at the quarterback position for them. So, sucks for Trey Lance, but Jimmy G's in a good position. And in a Kyle Shanahan offense, as you know, he should succeed pretty well.
1: And the Debo, Brandon Ayuk, George Kittle fantasy football owners just got lucky.
0: Yeah, 1,000%. Stock went up on that one. Price went up. Yesterday's price is not. Today's price. Next game. (laughs) The only thing that I wrote down for this game is Cooper Rush is better than Dak Prescott. That's all I know. That's all I'm going to say.
1: Cooper Rush in deck I mean, I
0: guess maybe. I mean you see, all the, you see all the videos and memes after the game it's like we know Cooper Rush
1: is better than Joe Burrow. I'll tell you that. Uh,
0: yeah, man he has. I, I don't it, he's I mean
1: hit a lot he's been getting hit a lot
0: So much You hear you see the thing about uh, Lyle Collins and it, it says about
1: improve their old line They improved Yeah,
0: big time yeah big time. Yeah, they signed what's his name for the Patriots Harris. They signed I mean, he, he should be much better. I don't know what's going on. You even calling for the no no empties, no empties, no empties. You see that too? Uh, yeah, it's tough goings for the Bengals, but the Cowboys got the dub with Dak Prescott hurt still on the sideline. He was watching the entire drive at the end of the game saying, oh, so that's how you, that's how you don't mess up a, a fourth quarter. Yeah, don't blow a two-minute drive. That's how you do it. So good for Cooper Rush. He's stepping in there and won the game.
1: Former Central Michigan Chippewa. Is
0: that where he went to college? I don't even – I don't even remember. Uh, next game, Snoozefest. I had Broncos won. Russ didn't look good from what I saw because I have him on my fantasy team, and he did not do good.
1: No, he looked like trash.
0: <laughs> Broncos won 16 can't, to 16-9. that's
1: it's ball to Albert O. Albert O is just a non-existent in that
0: offense. I don't – I mean, the first game, it was – he threw it to – I don't even remember the guy's name. He the third-string tight end, and yeah. it was like, what's going on? And now with Jerry Judy, maybe hurt too – Corland Sutton's there. A son's there, I think. Hamler is hurt, I think, too, right? Oh, Andrew Beck is the third-string tight end that I think his name was. I mean, yeah. I don't get it. Um, Damian Pierce, though. Damian Pierce looked like the RB1 in Houston. I think he had like 15 touches. 15 yeah. Carries. Yeah. Good for him. It's good. 100%. Uh, big time comeback by the Cardinals at the end of the game versus the Raiders. I can't believe that they came, that they got that game back. That was the first game. That was the last game of the evening before the Sunday night football game. So that was, I was watching that while I was uh, before getting on film with some of the kids from high school. And I was watching, I was like, damn, is he actually going to come back? And I was cracking up. He was just the meme. It still isn't out of my head of him. Just running, like imagining him running around like a little kid that has something, that his parents want to get from him. He, especially at the end of the play, he just went full on Madden straight out of Madden mode. And he just running around standing there for a second. looked like he's going to throw it waiting for the coverage to cross over. And then, and then he's, and then he's going, and then he's going left. It was just like crazy. So huge comeback by them. Um, good for Kyler playing video games.
1: Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) He was looking good out there. It's good for him. Good one by them. Um, yeah, I didn't really watch that game, so.
0: I just saw the end of it. I just saw the end of it. Uh, Sunday Night Football, Serge. What do you think about the Bears' offense? Looking pretty good? Trash.
1: It's horrible. It's like a high school offense out there. He passed. I think Equinemius St. Brown's their a receiver right now. Mm, has like zero catches for two games. Yep. I think negative yards by Darnell Mooney. Yep. Um, it didn't run the ball okay in spurts.
0: They have a good gap run scheme. That, I mean, that's the thing. They have a good zone run scheme. That is not gap. Yeah, they have a good zone run scheme, but it's a high school offense, like you said. It's it's pretty embarrassing to watch that team play. It's
1: tough. It's it's just a prime example of you don't invest in like a quarterback that early in the draft when you haven't built anything there, because that's just you're just you're just ruining him. The 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 damage, the long lasting damage that they're just gonna have on Justin Fields is gonna be tr- like. Horrible, it's reprehensible what they're doing, it's malpractice what they've done. There you I go, use that word a lot today. It's, <laughs> malpractice. it's horrible, it's terrible. He's going to be, you know, all damaged for the next coach that's going to be in there because Matt Eberflus, so you're not going to be staying there for long. Let's be honest here, <laughs> no, you're not, not going to be there for long. So, <laughs> I mean, do what you can, yep. um, but yeah, Justin, they've, Yeah, they've destroyed him, they destroyed him.
0: <laughs> it's crazy. He ranks Justin Fields currently ranks 33rd. In past attempts,
1: and he started two games.
0: And he started two games.
1: Played full two. Played started and played in
0: two full two full games. full games. First one was in the pouring rain. Give him that. The second one, um, the thirty-three. The, he's thirty-third. Ranks thirty-third. There's thirty-two teams in the NFL. If you don't know, it's that's not good. <laughs> that's not good at all. So he has to get better. Uh, the quote that he said: "I was a little concerned that Chicago was going to take it the wrong way. You see about the fans and everything like that." What did he say? He basically said like. You Like us losing, it hurts more for our team than it hurts for the fans because we're in here grinding every day. You guys aren't in here with us putting the work to win every single week and everything like that. You guys are watching this game. So I think it might have got taken a little bit the wrong way by Chicago fans, which is understandable. You want to hear from your quarterback. You want to say, man, I want to win, too, for the city, for the team, all that sort of stuff. So when he's saying, like, you aren't working like us or whatever the exact quote was, a little questionable, but.
1: Well, this was, I wasn't a fan with Justin Fields when he came out of college. I'm not a fan now, so.
0: You like Ohio State quarterbacks, right? You want C.J. Stroud next year? <sighs> or is he different than all of the Ohio State quarterbacks? Serge has – he has a vendetta against Taysom Hill. Serge has this long-standing theory about Ohio State quarterbacks.
1: And, and it's been very true thus yep, far.
0: Yep. I would agree. I agree, Rocking C.J. – Troy
1: <laughs> Smith. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, what's the – oh, it's not the other one. Not the one that passed away, Dwayne Haskins. but um. What's the Braxton, Cardell Jones, Braxton Miller, all those guys. Yeah, yeah. JT Barrett. (laughs) JT Barrett, yep. (laughs) All the – Go on. (laughs) Go on on the list and everything like that. CJ Stroud is next up. And is he going to be a difference maker for you, sir? I mean, you said it last week.
1: You're like, I want Bryce Young or It might have been Hunter. They brought up like the studs at wide receivers that uh, play at Ohio State. Yeah, And it looks like, I guess, more of a, the quarterbacks more of the product of the receivers. Mm-hmm. Now, I don't really know much about college Wall, but I can see that being true. I'm not as high on C.J. Stroud as I am Bryce Young, only because I've watched, really, C.J. Stroud play. Mm-hmm. Um, so maybe he can be the truth. I don't want him in Atlanta. I'll tell you that right now. I want one guy's name is Bryce Young. I don't want C.J. Stroud. I don't want Will Levis. I don't want Will Anderson. I want Bryce Young.
0: I get it. I understand um, next the two Monday night football games. I was also tight as hell. I, I, I was so mad about this. I know I said on, on the podcast last week, I sent it to the group me as well. I really thought that it was Kirk Kerbstreet and Chris Fowler that were doing the game. Instead, it was the garbage Monday night football announcers from last year. Dan I didn't watch, I didn't watch this game. Uh It was I, I Steve Levy. Were you, <laughs> <Where are> you? <laughs> on Monday night instead? Um, Steve Levy, buddy, you're great on sports center. You're not, an anchor. I'm sorry. Uh, Dan Orlowski can't stand him. Lewis Riddick. Lewis hey, hey,
1: hey, it's a Connecticut kid right there. And
0: I, I could care less. He's, he's terrible.
1: Alone. No, he's he terrible. Greatest quarterback in UConn football history. All right. Watch your mouth.
0: All right. Well, he sucks at announcing football games. Uh, <laughs> Titans, Titans got smoked by the bills. The bills are on a tear. It should be illegal to have a Monday night football game at Buffalo. <laughs> and it's just reckless. And granted, the Patriots won like Monday Night Football game last year in the snow. In the snow. in the
1: East right now? They're tied for last with the Jets. Tied for last. Yep,
0: tied for last with the Jets. Yep, one-on-one.
1: Embarrassing.
0: <laughs> it happens. It happens. Long season. Long season. Um, That was the first game, Monday Night Football. Second game, Vikings-Eagles. Eagles.
1: Oh...
0: Eagles just absolutely torched the the Vikings. Justin Jefferson got locked up by big play Slay. It was
1: a one off. Right, it was a one off.
0: <laughs> it was yeah it, Vikings. It, it yeah I get it. It's definitely a, it's definitely a one off because Justin Jefferson does not have games like that in his NFL career. He doesn't. Um, second thing I wrote down for this was put some fucking respect on Jalen Hurts name. Yeah, everybody puts some on it. I loved him on fantasy last year. I liked him as a player last year. This is honestly one of the first times that I've sat down and physically watched him play a full game. Those critics that were all over his ass the past two years, trading picks, getting first-rounders for the next year, saying, we have to get another quarterback. Let's draft a first-round quarterback with whatever pick they had last year. Fuck that. He balled on them, dude. I was so happy to see him physically Paul on them. It was great. It was awesome. So good for Jalen.
1: Jalen regular booze, but uh <laughs>
0: that was funny. I was cracking up during those.
1: It makes you no know, it makes no sense because he wasn't as bad as JJ Arcega Whiteside, but JJ yeah. Arcega Whiteside's not a get booed. Granted, J, J. arcega Sega Whiteside, I don't think, was a first round pick. He was a second rounder.
0: Yeah, he was second rounder. Second rounder. Yeah. So uh Eagles defense looked really good. One of the best O-lines in the entire league, too. So that's always good to see. Um but, yeah, that closes out the slate from week two of the NFL. Week three, we got some good matchups. Tonight on Thursday night, Steelers versus the Browns should be a good two. one. Um, it's at it's yeah, it's yeah, Cleveland. I'm going to take the Browns. I don't know if the Steelers are favorited or not, but I'm going to take Cleveland. Um, the defense definitely stepped up last week, even though they lost to the Jets. They had a pretty good game. Jeremiah Wosu karamoa played like a dog on the field last week. He had something like 12 tackles or something. Um yeah, I'm excited for that one on Thursday. Ravens are playing the Pats for the Pats home opener. That should be a sick game.
1: Well, always a tough
0: game. Patriots. Oh no, I can't not take the Patriots. Uh always a...
1: the Patriots, but I'm gonna say Kyle Hamilton gets his first interception. Okay. All right. Yeah,
0: I'll see it. I can see that. Oh, they got uh, burnt. I was gonna say not after, <laughs> not after last week, where he did, I don't know what he was looking at on some of those plays. Um yeah, we definitely don't have uh, – we definitely do not have Tyreek Hill on offense. I can promise you that. So
1: No, you don't. A little different. born.
0: Yeah, if he plays. Um. <laughs> Speaking of the Dolphins, Bills versus Dolphins. Battle of two of the top AFC teams right now. AFC East, excited to play both the Bills and Dolphins again later this season. But, man, that's going to be a shootout. I'm excited for that game. Carson Wentz, revenge game, Eagles versus Commanders. Packers versus Bucks, Tommy versus Aaron Rodgers. And then Monday night football is just a classic slug fest of the Cowboys versus the Giants. Cooper Rush, Daniel Jones. What could be better, baby?
1: I got the Giants by 20. <laughs> yeah,
0: I think the Giants are going to win too. The uh Dable sent out an email. Did you see that? He wants to basically do a whiteout for the game for to the different fans. I mean, that's that's some college shit, but like that's that's pretty sick. Like they're wearing the throwbacks too, which Saquon has got a ball in. So psyched for that. But uh, week three is going to be sick, as always, because it's football. And football is the fucking best, man. More sports to talk about, Serge. A little shout-out to the WNBA. Shout-out to the Las Vegas Aces and Becky Hammond, who captured their first-ever Vegas championship. Uh, some of the videos of the parade and after the game. I don't know if you saw some of them. The team was just absolutely lit. It was awesome to see that. It was so cool. Um just shout out to Becky Hammond, who was a coach with under Pop for years, right? Who is basically, I mean, could be possibly a, an NBA coach sometime in the future. She's that good of a coach. And so excited for her to win that championship in a WNBA. So I had to give a quick shout out to Las Vegas Aces on capturing their first ever Las Vegas championship. So pretty dope.
1: For sure. Shout out to Angel Wilson. Shout out to Kelsey Plum. Mm-hmm. That's all I'm gonna say. <laughs> <laughs>
0: If you know, you know. All right, so let's go with this. You know. So TV and movie talk, Serge, you said you caught up on House of Dragon.
1: Oh, yes, I did, Nicholas.
0: I want to hear some thoughts, man. I'm, I, when you texted me the other day that you caught up, I was so psyched because I haven't spoken to you about this yet. I want to hear your thoughts on the first five episodes of House of Dragon.
1: Well, My first, my, my thoughts on the first five episodes of House of Dragon. I'm trying to do it in an accent, but I can't do it. Um, <laughs>
0: Uh speak, Val- speak, uh speak Dothraki speak uh speak
1: just speaking Thai Valerian
0: uh I'm kidding, I, I know had no <laughs> <Tarkatis>. uh,
1: <laughs> there you go <laughs> um yeah, good show um there are some scenes I was not a fan of, obviously for reasons that I will not get into because I don't want to put any spoilers out there, but um very good show uh shout out to ranira. Shout out to the young actresses, too, Rhaenyra and uh, Allison. They're really yep. good.
0: They're, They're really awesome. Good.
1: 100%. Very good. Um, I'm curious because there's a 10-year time skip, so I'm curious to see how the older actors do. I, I, I did find it weird. I thought they just kind of continued with the actresses and just put like makeup on them or something. Mm-hmm. But I get it. I mean, it's still. Um, yeah, it's a good show. I like where they're going it keeps me on my toes a little bit there's a scene in the, the episode five at the very end was kind of like shocking it wasn't like red wedding shocking but it was yeah. still kind of like i didn't think that was gonna happen yeah <laughs> i thought they were just gonna you know walk away but, yep. uh, but you know uh, i mean that didn't happen.
0: no spoilers but there was a fight at the end of is that what you're talking about it's kind of that yeah, that I mean, whole scene yeah i mean
1: because you just see yeah, a crowd
0: they, they, they did a good they did a really cool way of, of filming it too right where you usually the first thing you see all right spoilers you don't have you haven't seen it yet it's not too crazy of a scene but there was a full-on fight in the middle of the game of thrones episode usually during a fight scene you see the you, punching yeah
1: here's the thing you feel yeah. it's for a different reason yeah yeah agreed 100%.
0: agreed yes 100 percent. yep agreed that's also very very cool way of shooting it because you usually in the middle of it, see the punching back and forth, whatever it is. You see the view from behind the fight, trying to see what's going on, what's happening in there. You see a scene right before, you get kind of nervous about. And then they show the close-up of some dude's face, and man, is he
1: messed up. He gets the shit kicked out of him, dude. The boy, Kristen yeah, Cole. To be the, uh, yeah, shout-out to, shout to Kristen Cole. Shout-out to Kristen Cole, my oh. dog for life. <laughs> um, <laughs> he's a soldier, bro. Soldier. It's a knight right there you know it's a night yeah kristen cole baby um but uh the other dude is supposed to be uh laner's um like guy,
0: lover right? yeah uh, yeah yeah
1: weak he yeah beat up that bad
0: bad quick too quick, quick. matter quick. of quick. five minutes he's dead on the crowd <laughs>
1: legit, legit. he didn't even like yeah it's his fault dude. you don't run up and say those type of things like you know kristen cole was a dog yeah was obviously always his feelings right dog now. So, He's in his feelings. He, yeah. kristen Cole, dog. Yeah, he was in his feelings. He was in his. Rhaenyra, dog. Renira, do- dog. Renira, <laughs> uh, Damon, he's a dog too. He he took out the you know dog. <laughs> Peter. Yeah. But, um, it was, it was just which is a wild scene as well. Just mm. out with life.
0: Yeah, that was a I, that scene was one of the coolest fight scenes, maybe in Game of Thrones, it, it, like that show that era. Just you think you think he's gonna give up. You think he's walking in, dropping his sword, and then
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> so good, and it's just taking everybody on, sprinting through. <laughs> <So> unrealistic. <laughs> yeah, so <laughs> unrealistic. <laughs> Air was and raining down on him and just uh, just missing all of them. Yeah. But uh it's been great, man. I've been so happy with it. I I, I forgot about it. What two night the other night? I literally was watching NFL. I was like, okay oh my God, I have House of Dragons tonight. Let's go. I was so fired up. I just completely forgot about it. So that's been awesome to see. I'm glad that you caught up and I'm glad that we can discuss going forward now for the people that haven't caught up. Um, very excited about you being able to catch up and be on this and talking in the group after these different things happen for these different episodes. So love to hear it.
1: It's good show. Good, good show. Good time. Had by Thank all.
0: Any other movies, TV, or anything like that you've been watching lately?
1: I did watch everything, everywhere, all at once this past weekend. What's that? It's like a uh, one of those like multiverse movies. Okay. It's it's new. It's a new movie. Um, Who's in it? Uh, what's her name?
0: Shoot.
1: Uh, looking her up: Michelle Yeoh, Jenny Slate jimmy lee curtis um those probably be the names that you like recognize but it's like yeah it's like a multiverse it's like a science science fiction like comedy film yeah. there's some martial arts elements too it's yeah. pretty good it's pretty good sweet it's about like uh like an asian asian family and um i guess some moral of the theory the main point of the story is uh she's a there's an Asian woman who owns a dry cleaning like shop or whatever like dry cleaners Mm -hmm. and um she's going through a divorce with her husband and then her daughter is uh is a lesbian as well and she has to like tell her grandfather who's like a traditional old you know like Asian man Mm -hmm. It's kind of like goes through that kind of story, but there's like multiverses and it's like she goes through her life, what her life would have been if she never met her husband, if Uh she's in China and things like that. So it's pretty good. And it's it's through comedy lens, like comedic lens. Yeah, yeah. It's pretty good. I I recommend it for you to watch this. I think it's a very good movie. Although, Nick, you have not yet watched the Batman that you know, That is cool. should be numero uno priority on your list. I don't even want to hear about any movie that you watched this past weekend because the fact that you haven't watched the Batman makes me want to, you know, come up, come through the screen and smack you across the face. I think <laughs> that is disgusting. Maybe tell maybe this me, What movie did you watch this past weekend?
0: What movie? Did you watch? Uh, it was 2 weeks ago, I think it was. I don't know. I don't think I mentioned it in the last episode. Gina and I watched the Elvis movie, which was very good, surprisingly very good, I thought uh in between college football yeah it was two saturdays ago that we watched it i i was not sure what to expect really really enjoyed it the music was great and of course but like the the acting the kid awesome butler is literally elvis it's insane um so that was really cool to watch um i don't think i watched any other movies tv shows uh and or star wars for any star wars fan that came out the first three episodes dropped today some group me messages came through when we started recording. Joski and, and uh, Grizz loved them from what I saw, so that's good to see. Anybody that watched Star Wars, even though they're not Star Wars really related, um, they're based before Rogue One, which is a movie from a few years ago. But TV shows, last night was the Bachelorette finale, surge. and you were not happy that I was not recording last night, but bro, what, an, what a night of television to miss. You still don't watch The Bachelorette. I've been on it every now and then when Gina wants to watch it. I'm always down to watch it. It's very entertaining. And the finale was filled with thrills, twists, turns. You didn't see them coming. Uh, It's funny. A friend of a friend is on the show. And there was a reunion last night after the surprise uh, marriage slash um, the engagement broke up after that happened the kid from Massachusetts even came back and kind of like hey want to go out and everyone stood up it was like oh it was like a like a quick like mic drop moment it was pretty sick it was pretty fun uh if anybody watches the bachelor you guys know what I'm talking about
1: this you just described it as sick
0: <laughs> I mean, I literally was like, oh, I mean, the you know, what's his name? Jesse Palmer is like the host for it, the uh, college football analyst. And he uh, he was talking to the girl, one of the girls, Rachel, who just got done talking back and forth with this kid who they had the engagement just break off recently. Uh, and as he's saying it, uh, I think there's somebody that would like to say hi to you and ask you a couple of questions and just kind of say hi. And then the kid from Massachusetts even came through and surprised her. And uh, that was a pretty cool moment. I know you'll never agree because you'll never watch it because Serge wants to become the first bachelor and bachelor bachelorette history to go onto the show and become the bachelor without ever knowing the show, watching the show, doing anything with the show. So if you think that I should sign Serge up to be the bachelor. Say something in the comments, please, because I want Serge to do it so badly. I can apply for him. I can literally sign. I mean, they literally have advertisements after every single commercial before they fade into the show. If you know somebody that is sick of blah, 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 they always do it. So if you think I should apply Serge for to be the bachelor, sound off in the comments.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, please. (laughs)
0: imagine you're the next bachelor search imagine you going on tv on abc imagine
1: you doing that I'd be, I'd be horrible at it i would be the worst bachelor in bachelor i just wanted i'd want to date them all I wouldn't, yeah. I wouldn't i wouldn't eliminate anybody it's like the
0: crazy thing is that they literally like they don't have phones they only have like each other like hang out with talk to everything like that like food i'm sure they get fed like plenty of food and they're literally just eating and drinking basically the entire time that they're there. Like they're in a gigantic mansion in LA. They go to different places. Work they were out. Do do? No, you, no, they worked out They People were working out and everything too. But like they go into these massive, like the bachelor bachelor stays in a house separately. And then all the bachelor Bachelor contestants stay in a house altogether. It's always some sort of fireworks. Girls or guys. There's always something going on in those houses. And it's hilarious to see the different things um and just you having the people vying for your attention oh god that is something of a dream that i could only wish to see in my life i i want to uh, yeah, see I it so bad
1: yeah, I, well i've watched those dang shows before like i've watched uh i love new york
0: yeah but you've never love seen love. you've never seen the bachelor bachelorette man uh, you haven't uh, what else was there um music like, uh, a flavor of love he said the j1 i've seen, yeah. the, AJ one. I've
1: seen the-, the bret
0: hart one what was that called
1: Ah uh, shit! I I know it's, I've watched it. Rock at rock of love. Rock said, of rock love. 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 <laughs> rock of love. Yeah. I've watched uh the tequila tequila one.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. That's I remember that one too. Yeah, well, yep. I
1: was. I'm familiar with the. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. But it's been a I while, Serge. To watch. I know. I think that's why you're the perfect contestant for the Bachelor.
1: <sighs> yeah, I would. You know, it would be a terrible, terrible time had by all. It would not be fun.
0: I hope everyone goes crazy about this segment at the end because I want you to be the next Bachelor. So, Bad Surge, hashtag Surge for Bachelor.
1: Hashtag pay, for, pay the price for price. Pay the price for price.
0: <laughs> Bring it back to football. You'd just be talking about football. Imagine if you did it in the fall. You couldn't watch football. You couldn't do any of that.
1: I do it. yeah, do it? you, Dude, I hate football anyways. So <laughs> <fair>. That's true. <laughs> so, That's true. would to so make a difference to me. Like, I, I'll do it. I don't give a shit. It's should- a bad time. You just, you just, First of all, I wouldn't yeah. talk to any of them. <laughs> I'd be so nervous, and I wouldn't want to vote any of them off.
0: <laughs> just keep everybody. Yeah, sounds good. I'll get everybody roses. Can
1: we get a couple extra roses on the set, please? Can we get a couple extra <laughs> roses on the set? I'd be like, so, so, we're we're here. You got to vote one of them off. How yeah, did you what? <laughs>
0: <laughs> Excuse I
1: really me. I like her. Though. I've
0: never I'm seen so the good. show. Yeah, she's really nice. She's talking about football. She's from Connecticut. <laughs> yeah, dude. So. And all in all, I think, Serge, you should become the next bachelor. Hashtag Serge for Bachelor. Hashtag pay the price for price. On the bachelor? Yeah, of course they do. Of course they do. Come on, man. The uh, I think was it two, two seasons ago? The bachelor, Matt. Yeah, of course they do. All right, man. I think on the uh, in the comment of the uh on the instagram page i think i'm literally just gonna just do a link to the application for this and have people send it in and if we get enough people to fill it in, fill it out send it in serge so is going to get some sort of call from
1: abc network I got call. I got an interview?
0: <laughs> no interviews for jobs interview for the bachelor baby that's what you have yeah, to do instead
1: horrible like so what do you do right now in between jobs <laughs> <laughs>
0: No, you just got to say you're an entrepreneur. That's what everybody does. The descriptions of the jobs are the funniest thing. The first few episodes, it's like, it's like stockbroker and like entrepreneur, like it's like hilarious stuff. And there's some of them. It's like, there was one guy that literally his nickname was meatball. And it just said like meatball lover. Like they never like told like what his actual job was. It was just like meatball lover. So in between jobs, entrepreneur. I mean, you're a podcaster. You can say that. You're an analyst. You're, you're you're whatever you want to be, Serge. Whatever your little heart desires.
1: I guess so. I'm I'm, I'm, a, mu- I'm a musician.
0: There I'm you honest. go. Yeah. Look me up. Look me up. <laughs> Look me up. Sad by Love Songs Volume One. Well, Serge, that is it that I have to talk about NBA or WNBA, NFL, college football, TV, movie talk. You miss anything? talk about anything
1: uh the Suns owner did is selling the um, selling the his team yep thank god (laughs) don't care (laughs) see ya see ya um i think that's it yeah that's it
0: i think that's it a lot more football to look forward to this weekend because september 22nd is here it's fall y'all have a great weekend enjoy the football enjoy the fall the weather is going to be beautiful this weekend Enjoy house of dragon on Sunday night and make sure to send in an application for Serge to be the next bachelor on bachelor, bachelorette We're good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it. All right, Serge. Good episode. We'll talk to you later.
1: Mm.
0: We out.